All right. Okay, you are three high school girls. <laughs> I like how you guys look at me and laugh. Okay. Monica, Tina, and Erica. And the three of you, you go to a high school in the fantasy lands of Faerun. The school name is Obmam. O-B-M-A-M. Obmam. And it's located in school district number five in the vast farmlands east of the city of Candleleap. <laughs> <laughs> the Obmam Scarecrows recently won the re, uh, regional basketball championship. And there's a celebration tonight at, in the gym for all the seniors. And so you guys are a little worried about, uh, you got to make sure you get, you got to make sure you get dates for the dance. Oh yes, shouldn't be too hard. So, it's lunch hour, and the group of you are at your fourth friend, Sandra, her locker, and you're just, you're just about to head, they were killed. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Did you go to my school? They were killed, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They were killed. They were all lynched. Um, You're at Sandra's locker, and it's just about lunchtime, you're about to head to the cafeteria for lunch. You're all standing around. Uh, Sandra. That's Sandra. She's the fourth uh, girl in your group. Okay. Sandra's our she's friend. She's going to be the one that dies. <laughs> like in the movie. You she, know, she's, she's the one that you see first. With the Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She'll be found with their bodies. Yeah. So, uh, anything you guys want to say while you're at the locker? Okay, so nothing's happened yet. No, you're just standing. You're We're at a normal town in a normal school. In a normal high it's school. It's like, think in, of in Twilight. In Edward Cullen. <laughs> He's sniffing you and... Or, <laughs> or Hogwarts at high school. Okay, so... Are there any moody vampires at our school? Uh, there is one. Ooh! Yeah. Moody. Is his name Miles moody Teller? Moody vampire. Is his name Miles Teller? Uh, you, you don't know if he is a, a vampire or not, but he's kind of a loner. Is he good looking? Uh, so is Edward Cullen. He's, <laughs> he's kind of a loner. This is exactly how Edward his was. His name so. is uh, Buddy Tondi. And he's a dragonborn barbarian. Buddy Tondi? I like that. Yeah. Are we supposed to write he's stuff kind of down? A, he's kind of a greaser. <laughs> write shit down? He's kind of a greaser. He's oh. got long, greasy hair. No! He's, but he's good looking. He's got a pale face, though. So. Okay. Sounds, sounds, like like a guy, sounds like a guy for uh, Tina. Because <laughs> he sounds like he's from the 80s. He's like some 80s okay, rocker. Okay, so I would like to see if Sandra has a date yet. And Who's Sandra? Sandra? Oh, she's our oh, fourth. Sandra. And Sandra says, "Well, I've been I've been hoping Josh, uh, Mc McCabtastic. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping he's going to. Of course, you know that I'm probably going to be named prom queen, and I'm hoping he asks me out, and he could be prom king, and we could be the prom queen and king together. Why are you guys going to be prom king and queen? Well, why wouldn't we? That's... We're like the perfect couple. You're not a couple. Well, we're about to be. I'm sure he's going to ask. Okay. Well, I'm gonna." I need to know if there's anyone there who looks like Miles Teller. <laughs> there is one guy. Okay. How about Chris Hensworth? His name is Kilometers Teller. <laughs> okay, scratch Buddy Tondi. <laughs> Kilometers Teller, I'm coming. <laughs> Teller and Monica forever. And Monica. Kilometer. So while Damn. you guys are talking about Kilo that, for short. talking about kilometers, color. 
Kilo. Hey, Kilo. That's kind of a cool nickname. Kilo. Actually. Kilo. Yeah. He does go by Kilo. And why? And you, you'd be telling your husband why you name that? Kilometers teller. <laughs> that? Well, yeah. she's a Canadian Kilo version Kilo. of Miles Teller. Yeah, yeah. Kilometers. <laughs> he's from Vancouver. <laughs> so while you're talking, you see this uh, nerdy kind of elven wizard coming up to all of you, and he's kind of licking his hand. His back is greasy hair. Ew. Tana, don't bite me. You notice some freshly popped pimples on his face. Uh, and Monica. <laughs> no. You know him. Oh, okay. His name is Abe Ghoul. A-B-E-G-O-U-L. And he's in your music class, Greasy where he's guy. in the horn section. Oh, of course he's in the horn section. Greasy guy. And he comes up to all of you, and he kind of, and you all kind of turn to face him, you're kind of like watching him in the corner of your eye. And he stops in his track, and he's looking at all of you, and he's kind of nervous, and he finally says, he looks at Sandra. And he says, uh, uh, hi, Sandra. Uh, um... There's this, uh, <clears throat> there's this dance tonight, and, uh, I was wondering if you, and then suddenly as he's talking, uh, the hero of the week, Josh McAbtastic. McAbtastic. He's a I'm human listening. fighter. He kind of jumps into the fray and kind of almost bowls over, uh, uh, Abe. Abe. And, uh, right in the middle of his talk, and he's like, hey, ladies! <laughs> Are y'all going to the dance tonight to celebrate our big win? And he looks over at Abe uh, for a second and stands in front of him as he's talking to you girls. And uh, and he looks over at Sandra and says, Sandra, oh, you're looking really good today. You're looking kind of hot. How would you like to go out with uh, tonight to the dance with the captain of the basketball team, the championship basketball team? And Sandra goes, oh, that'd be, that'd be awesome, Josh. I'm so looking forward to it. And... Uh, Ew. Um, I'm going to be prom queen. You guys can all roll this d20 dice, the large one. It's called a perception roll. Check. Oh, so are they roll, the same? Roll this dice. Tina, get it together. No, roll the orange dice. Roll. Just roll that. And tell me what you got. 13. What is this? That's a nine, nine or six? Nine. 11. And then there's a perception check here. You have your wisdom is a plus one. Add that to your. Uh, I have plus roll. zero. Why don't I have any wisdom? Okay. Well, you're not wise. Okay. So <laughs> add that number to your roll and tell me what you got. Thirteen. Twelve. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking nine? about? I got a nine. There's Mom, a nine what's, here. what's nine plus one? Ten. You, you have nine on the dice. This wisdom, wisdom is, is plus, plus one. one. So you get to you get not Add ten. that onto your roll. But. Where's no nine? The how nine's I, right there. Nine's yeah, but the then, then how do you know which one to pick? Dad told you. I told you wisdom. which to pick. You pick your wisdom one. So plus one. But what's this twelve? That's your uh, ability number, which decides what your plus modifier is. What? Okay. Don't worry about it. Just the answer's so ten. The, the answer's, answer's ten. ten. Okay. Do I have to write this down? Nope. No. So, um, Monica and Erica, uh, while you see Josh talking behind him, you just kind of see. Uh, um, Abe skulking away, he's muttering, I must get a date. And he just kind of skulks away. This is nerd guy? This is, this nerd is guy. the pimple guy. Yeah. Pimple guy. Greasy guy. Abe so Josh and Sandra, they kind of walk a bit. They kind of put their arms, he puts his arm around her shoulder and she's all excited and they start walking towards the cafeteria. It's lunch hour now. It's what, sorry? It's lunch hour. Okay. 
Oh man, what table do we sit at? <laughs> well, you guys are gonna... kind of a cool group because um, Sandra's uh, the cool chick, the hot cool chick. Oh, so we're mean well, girls. So we're yeah. so she's Regina, <laughs> and I'm fucking Karen. Sorry, I shouldn't swear. <laughs> oh, there's lots of swearing in D and D. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> lots of dick jokes. Okay, well, who are the mean girl characters? Okay, well, I well Regina was one. I'm gonna and Gretchen Wieners. That's going to be Katie. No, that's Regina. Anyway, sorry. Right. Okay. So you guys are uh, following them into the cafeteria, and they sit down. And walking into the cafeteria, you see streamers of the school colors all over the ceiling and kind of spreading down to the walls. And the championship trophy is sitting in the center of the cafeteria, kind of on a raised table. And with the school mascot, which is a scarecrow, propped up against it, giving it a big hug and uh, representing this farming community around you guys. And, uh, yeah, you sit down at the table. There's a couple other guys here. Uh, one table over, uh, Buddy Tondi, the guy I described to you. He's, he's kind of a loner greaser dragonborn with a Mac jacket and steel toe boots. He, uh, he likes shop, and he smokes in the smoke pit at lunch, uh, after school. And oh, I know this Halfway guy through the school. school. <laughs> and uh, at the table uh, that you're sitting at is Corey Rundlecarp. What's with these names? He's a math genius, Air Genasi, so he's kind of got this breeze. His hair's always flowing around, and I thought. He's a little geeky, but he still likes sports. What's he, his name? Corey Rundlecarp. He's really good at math. He's a little geeky, but he's still really good at sports. He's Hair like seven wind. foot three. He's super tall. And he's on the basketball team because of his height. So he's on the team, so he gets to sit with the, the basketball team. And... Uh, you see kind of Buddy Tawny kind of looking over at your table a little bit. And uh, this other guy shows up. His name is Torek Gubble. And he's a large, kind of a green half-work kind of guy. He's on the wrestling team. He's not very smart, but he's uh, very strong. He's just kind of so this isn't a normal world. No, no Mom, you're crazy. a freaking half-work. Oh. Yeah, you're green. When you got, like, big teeth sticks and tusks. Kind of, just go with it. Just you're go like, with you're it. You're like six foot three. Anything you know, muscular. just ignore right now. Just go with it. Yeah. So why don't you guys describe your characters actually? Okay. So. Um, What's your name and describe what, what you. I are. am Monica Thimblecat. And where's my description? Well, just describe what you're. You're a halfling rogue. Oh, do I make it up? Yeah. So a halfling. So you're like a short little. Uh, yeah, skinny. Uh, <laughs> kind of a thief type person. Very okay. dexterous. Okay, um... You can describe what you look like. I am... My, like... You can make up anything you want. Okay, so I am Monocle Thimblecap, a halfling rogue, and I basically look exactly like Black Widow, but shorter. Really badass. A Always hobbit wearing black, black leather. Widow. Really black, all black leather. Super stylish. So you come into the cafeteria, do you do the superhero landing? Oh yeah, anywhere in. I get the chance, <laughs> I randomly do the superhero pose. landing. Yeah, and like uh, your hair. Yeah, just super, super. Do the thing with your hair. Good looking. <laughs> A little jealous of Sandra who gets all the attention. Yeah, fuck Sandra. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Kyle, are you? Um, uh... Erica Tostalamus. Uh, I'm an elf mage. 
Uh, I've got uh, the emo bangs with like a streak of neon green hair. I've decided the evil bangs. Emo. emo. Oh, emo. You know how they like cover your yeah. like eyes? Yes, yeah, like on Incredibles. <laughs> like what? Violet. Violet. Oh, yeah, sure. That's what I'm And she's got like here. that one streak of colored hair. So like Billie Eilish. Just Billie Eilish have colored like just green, streak. green and black. Oh yeah, she's Billie Eilish. <laughs> okay, and uh, how about you, Tina? The green skin, kind of well built, six foot three. Half how do work. I know this? Half work. Make it up. What do you, you want to look like? So what that's, do you? That's what you are. You're a half work. You're green. You got tusks. You you're know what I'm like. You're also a barbarian. I'm like uh, Fiona. From Shrek. No, that chick from Game of Thrones. The badass. Oh, the tall chick. Tall chick. Oh. What's her name? Uh, something of something. Yeah. I'm like her. Of Tully. But dark hair. Yeah. Brienne of Tart? Yes! That's what I'm like. Something of something. See? Think of that. So <laughs> close. That's what... Tip me off. And I walk around with armor on. Brienne of Tar. Armor. Yeah. Oh, and, nice. And do you have both but it's like, tusks, or is one broken, or are they both? Oh in no, they're intact. Condition? They're intact. And they're perfect. They're pierced too. They're perfect. <laughs> you, you go to the dentist a lot, floss. That's good. Yeah. They get pierced. Right. Any other jewels uh, embedded? So you're just badass. I'm just badass. So that makes I'm more badass. But like hot. Yeah. Same. Hot yeah. badass. Hot badass. Yeah. Like yeah. Really. Yeah. Like, like this. Like the sexy. Totally. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Like metal, big boobs, <laughs> like big green boobs, big chest yeah. plate, yeah, big chest plate, exactly. <laughs> does the chest plate? Okay, here's the question everyone needs to know: Does the armor chest plate have nipples built into it? <laughs> no, that, that's just tacky. No, no nip, that's no nip chest plate. Batman no, had the nipples in his armor. No, that's just tacky. Does yeah. it really? One of the Batman movies. Uh, it says taxi. No, yeah. tacky. So no nipple tacky. armor. No. Okay. No. You might want to think about it. Don't show the nip. Okay. Free the nip. No, I don't show the nip. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's too distracting from everything else. That might be people um, just basically like this. Oh, okay. So we, they, you'd rather them look at your tusks. Exactly. Yeah. So Sandra, who's actually very good looking, but she's short as well. She's a dwarf fighter. I'm taller then. Uh, no, you're actually a little bit smaller than Dang her. Dang it. But she actually has a little bit of a beard growing on her chin. <laughs> but it looks Suck like it suits her somehow. Sandra and, uh, has a suck it, Sandra. <laughs> and oh she's kind of got the blonde, blonde hair and a little bit of blonde beard, but it just works for her. I don't know. It's, oh, it's okay. Strange. Nice. Awesome. Good for you, Sandra. Um. So, Tina, a uh, torque gobble, the the large half orc, he's kind of giving you some grunts and looking at you. <laughs> giving you the the he's turtle on the sex grunts. Team and, <laughs> and he's the one guy who's besides uh, Corey Rundlecarp, who's a little bit taller than you. Uh, he's not very smart, but he's super strong. He just kind of like, uh, Tina, dance tonight. You and me, we go together. Tina. Is this guy? What part do you like again? Hello, he's Tina. He's like dumb but strong. You like that? Tina. He's the wrestler. No, I like smart. Tina, me, no, you dance. Just go with it. Do it. I'm um, strong. I'm strong like an ox. The goal is to get a date. The goal is a date. All right. I'm strong like ox. You pretty like horse. I guess you go. Nothing like. I think he should prove himself. <laughs> <laughs> Not here. <laughs> I think if he wants to go on a date with you, he should prove himself. Yes, I agree. In a battle with me? No, with someone. He needs to prove himself worthy. I'd beat somebody up. 
I like that. Really? Oh yeah. Do it. Okay. So what do you tell him? <laughs> tell him to go find Kilometers Teller and get him to ask me out. <laughs> and that that will prove him worthy if he gets me with Kilometers. You want to do that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, you gotta say that. In the voice. In the voice. <laughs> of Tina. What does Tina sound like? Schwarzenbugger. No, just go like. So you gotta uh, do your orc voice. Yeah. It just has an annoyed look on her face. <laughs> Like, like like that right, right now? now? <laughs> Mom, just do the grunt. You can do it. The grunt? Why do I need to grunt? Okay. You can talk I'm like, not going to grunt. Like you, can talk, you can talk like Shrek if you want. <laughs> She's already like, bleep her Right? A little familiar walks in yeah. uh, besides uh, Erica. Little cat. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what do you ask of me? If, if you want to go with me, go find, who is it? Kilometers, uh, kilometers Teller. Kilometers Teller. And get him to ask Monica out. I do it now. And, it's and get big, him to ask Monica out? Yeah. And that's the only way I'll go with you. This big hulking guy goes bashing out of the... Wait, of the I don't know. I think I want Kilometers to want me on his own, though. It's too late. He's gone. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want to scare him into it! <laughs> so, Erica, Corey Rundlecarp, the seventh Air Genasi, he's kind of saying, So, uh... Erica, and he's looking way down at you because he's pretty tall. Uh, I got a date tonight for the dance. <coughs> Who's talking to me? Uh, Corey Rundlecarp. He's that math genius air genasi. He's like seven. He's got the three. hair wind all the time. He's his wind's always blowing around. He's on the basketball team because he's seven foot three. Okay, seven. He's Erica. kind of a tall. He's a little bit geeky because he likes math and all that. But he's he, he likes sports too. Erica looks dead inside because she's emo. <laughs> she says no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Rejected. Do you think I have a chance with Monica or Tina? Mm. So you asked her, and now you want to know if she... Monica? Okay. Well, right now he's Corey. Corey Rundlecarp. Corp. The tall dude. Carp. I feel like starting some... So I'm just going to say, like, um... No, I hear Sandra doesn't have a date. You should ask her out right now. Oh! Oh, wow. Erica. I heard she's really into you. Erica, you know, I'm on the basketball team with Josh McEb. Tantastic. Like, I know he, he I was, he said he was going to ask Erica, but I can't go against my own teammate. He's captain. Yeah, but she wants to go out with you. Oh, man. Maybe if I talk to Josh, I'll ask him. But you going to be a pussy about it? Oh, oh. Roll an intimidation check. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we could do that. Eleven. No, I, I'm I'm gonna ask him. I'll ask her. Okay. Are you not drinking? Right? And he uh, he kind of walks up to uh, Sandra, and Sandra is noodling with Josh right at the table. Noodling. Noodling up. What's that? Well, just cuddling up and talking and laughing. So and, cuddling. Yeah, and Corey says, uh, "Hey, Sandra," and Sandra looks up, and Josh looks up at her, and Sandra's like. Yeah, Corey? Big breath. Do you want to go to the dance with me? <laughs> and Josh just stands up in front of him. Excuse me, Corey! And, and he's like, What? I heard she's into me. And they start. he starts pushing him and they start shoveling each other and, and they're uh, 
teacher comes over, hey, stop that, kids! And uh, Josh is like, you better get out of my face. And Corey just kind of backs off a bit and he goes out of the cafeteria. <laughs> he kind of confused as to why he thinks that Sandra's still into him. There's the hole there. Watch, 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 watch. Just quiet, Gordon. Don't. Yeah, don't. Or don't. Yeah, don't. Or don't. Okay. So, um, there's another guy. He shows up. Oh my god! All these guys just coming to our table. I know. His name is Rich Rich Griffinak. And. Uh, this guy, he is a halfling like you. So he's short. He's short. <laughs> but he comes off as this egotistical guy. He's this rich asshole. He's a halfling bard. Rich. So he's a rich asshole. Griff. Grof. Uh, rich Griffinak. Like Griffin and then Ack. He's a halfling bard, so he's, he's uh, in music class with you guys, but he's uh, singing. So you, what instrument do you play in music class? Um, the violin. The violin. That's so such a flex. Rich is uh, in the choir. You're in the violin. Abe's in there. He plays uh, the trumpet. And uh, so Rich comes after you and goes. Look, look at this. Oh, jeez. Um, okay, he says to you, Tina. Hey, Tina. I'm, I'm Monica. Monica. Uh, you got a date to the dance tonight? I, uh... And he kind of opens his... Uh, cloak a little bit. He's got a bottle of alcohol. I got uh, got a little something to spice up tonight. He knows me. <laughs> he knows yeah. me well. <laughs> what is it? What is the bottle? Uh, it's Dragon Ale. Okay. It's green. Oh, so it's like absinthe. There you go. <laughs> uh, he's kind of stuck up. Yeah, he, he, he's he's always been that guy who thinks his gold and his rich family was by, by his way through life. Okay. <laughs> And he's surrounded kind of by an entourage of friends who only like him for his gold. Okay. And he's like, uh, hey, yeah, you want to go to the dance with me? Mm. This is another kind of? Why should I? Like, what, what well, will I get out of this? Well, we could have a little of this. We could punch the, suit, the, bowl, the punch bowl. We could put this in there. We could have a few drinks after. And then just, just the dance. Yeah, just a dance. Wait, a few drinks after. Yeah, a few drinks after. He says, the teachers will be checking all the guys, though, so... I'll nope. Need, I'll need you to sneak this in for me. What if I just, like, took the alcohol and told him no? You can do anything. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll handle this, and maybe I'll see you there. You'll, t- you'll take the bottle in? Yeah, maybe I'll see you at the dance. He hands you the bottle. Okay. And uh, you kind of hide it. You're in the cafeteria. Okay. And uh, put it in your purse. And so, so it's going in my purse. So when do I pick you up? No, no, I I'll just see you there. You see me at the dance? I'm not picking you up. I don't want to go with you. <laughs> and his mouth is just open. He's like, <laughs> "Well, I need, what about the bottle? Like, I need the. Do I get the bottle back?" Well, I thought I you. That... I thought they were gonna check you, so I'll hold it for you. Uh, and these guys are kind of like snickering a bit. He gives them all a dirty look to tell them to shut up. He's like, he just kind of storms out. And as he storms out, you see uh, uh, <laughs> uh, 
EC Torque Gubble. And this huge guy, he's just dragging by the scruff of the neck this this tall, good-looking elven uh, ranger. And he's like, Torque, what are you doing? Come with me. And drags you over to the uh, table, and he just kind of pulls him right in front of you. <laughs> Kilometers Tella, you are going to the da- you're going to the dance tonight with Monica Thimblecap. Ask her now. <laughs> and uh, Kilometers, he's kind of like looking back and looking at you. He's like, um, okay, uh, hey Monica, how are you? <laughs> Good, good. I'm hey, good. He's a good How are you? Guy. How are you? Good. Yeah, I, uh, I, I came here, kinda, and uh, um, you want to go to the dance tonight? Oh my god, this is so unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. The tour kind of loosens him up, and 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 kilometers. He's kind of, he's kind of like. Relax a little bit. And he's actually kind of a little bit excited about. Uh, oh hell yeah! About uh, going. And he's... Perfect. And he, so he's uh, he's like, oh, okay. I actually wasn't gonna go, but yeah, okay, that'd be cool. We're gonna have fun, hey? Oh yeah. Cool. Uh, what time do you want me to pick you? Up? Uh, seven. Seven o'clock. Cool. And he, he just, uh, he's humming the words to Great Balls of Fire as he walks out the door. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> I wanna, is Buddy Tondi like sitting on his own in a corner or something? Kyla, do you Yeah, he's date? a table. We both have dates. Right. He's, kinda, he's kinda the, you know, the dark-faced, uh, a little bit emo like yourself. And he kinda is looking over you and he's just kinda, you know, picking at his uh, lunch. I wanna get up and... Sit over next to Jason Dean Wannabe. Jason Dean Jason Wannabe. Dean Wannabe. Isn't it James and, uh, Dean? Buddy, buddy kind of looks up at you and he kind of gives you a look, you know, kind of that sidelong glance. He goes, Erica. Buddy says this? Yeah. Is he like really creepy? No, he's like, good looking, but he's kind of he's a like, greasy hair. He's kind of like the Mac jacket, kind of a, you know, a little bit of a redneck greaser vampire. I wanna. Uh, not greasy, but slick back. But like he's emo and whatever. Yeah, he's Has he, well, to be emo. he's not wearing black, but he's kind of like a loner, a loner kind of guy. Okay, I want to do just like uh, without even talking to him. I'm gonna take like the tinder box in my pocket and just like uh, burn like the edge of like an arrow and just like uh, burn a heart into the table oh. and our initials. <laughs> And just stare at him. Why the entire time? Roll like a persuasion with advantage. Claws. <laughs> oh, you got. You don't even have a persuasion. What's persuasion? That'd be charisma. Oh, no. No, no. <laughs> Five. <laughs> Rejected. So as you're, Rejected. you're 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 lighting up this thing and you're just staring at him and then all of a sudden you, you realize you've been heating it up too long. <gasps> ow! 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 <laughs> and then you're like. You kind of try to look back and like you're okay, and then you're scratching in into the table, and it's not really get, and it's just a mess. It's not you don't even know what it is. It's just a bunch of lines, and he's like, <laughs> "It's modern art." Public defacing of uh, cafeteria equipment, cool. Yep. So, uh, what you doing tonight? 
well, I was going to go to the dance with my friends. Yeah, stupid dance. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Have a stupid dress picked out. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about uh, going down to the lake and just, you know, grabbing my dad's vodka and, and just drinking. What do you think of that? That's pretty cool. It's very rebellious. Yeah, you want to come? I got a pack of smokes here, too. Yeah, that's totally cool. Yeah. <coughs> love to do that. Yeah, that's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. We should totally crash the dance later and totally... We just mess it up. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's and be awesome. what? We could, like, shut the power down and oh shit. Oh, my God, yeah. Maybe, like, set the building on fire. Oh, my well God, that's kilometers. my dream. <laughs> Lights turned out. I was thinking the exact same thing. You know, when I was a kid, uh, and, and my... My parents drove me in a carriage when I was a kid, and I always used to draw on the back of the carriage with kind of like what you did there. I used to draw this village on fire all the time in the back of the carriage while we're driving. And that's kind of cool. Just that's like pretty creepy. Burning people. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so, so he's like, uh, so I know where you live, and uh, I'll just throw a rocket window or something, and then we'll, we'll meet outside and we'll just go down to the lake. Sounds cool. I'll probably cool. be in my room listening to like emo music and oh, lying on the floor. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Alright, Erica, I'll see you later. Okay. Alright. And he uh, he just walks out. Okay. <laughs> and it's getting towards the uh, uh, the middle of lunch here. And Josh McAbtastic, uh, he gets up on the center table uh, where the trophy is and the and the um, their their mascot scarecrow. And he starts getting the crowd going. He's like, who's excited to celebrate our championship tonight? And the students go crazy. And, and he says, the Oblong Scarecrows are your regional basketball champions. And he starts chanting, Scarecrows, 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 Scarecrows. And the whole crowd starts chanting along with them. And the basketball team starts kind of gathering around him and a bunch of other students. And he just leaps into their arms and they just kind of mosh pit him out of the, out of the uh, cafeteria as they're chanting, Scarecrows! And down the hall. And it's getting towards the end of the lunch now and everyone's kind of clearing out of the, out of the cafeteria. And Sandra just asks all of you guys to, to stick around a bit. You might be late for class, but hey, this is important. Okay. I need to talk to you guys. I'll kick over some garbage cans, then come over. Who's the guy that asked me out again? Buddy Tondi. Buddy Tondi. <laughs> the orc. No, 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 that was no. Torque Gubble. Oh, yeah. The one, because remember he brought me kilometers to go out with you? Yeah, Torque. 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 T O Gubble. T O what? T O R U K. Gubble. Torque Gubble. G U B B L E. He's a large half orc. On the wrestling That's team. my date. <laughs> G-U-B-B-L-E. With the heart! <laughs> <laughs> Mine's right here. I've manifested so, that. So oh, okay. There you go. Kilometers. Yeah. After everyone clears out, Sandra, she kind of stands up in front of you. And you guys are all sitting at the table still. And her most pious voice, she stands up and she points the finger at the three of you. And she says, Look, girls. This night is super important to all of us. Especially me. And I'm going to make sure all of you on board to help me be prom queen. And I think uh, Josh, after tonight, he's going to ask me to go steady. And I don't want any of you guys ruining it for me. And she kind of raises a finger up to the ceiling and says, 
If Josh and I don't make prom king and queen, I'll be so pissed off that don't know. And then as she's saying that, she's talking to you, and you hear this trumpet sound. Oh, man. Abe's back. And the finger that she was holding up in the air simply disappears from her hand, like right below the knuckle. And she looks shocked as she stops mid-sentence. She's looking at it. And blood starts spraying all over her as she screams. Blood all over the place and spraying on top of you guys. And she says, ah! She's waving around. And uh, Mr. Helios, he's a fire genasi. He's the vice principal. And his red hair is literally just flames. And his fury eyes pierce into all the students to see if they're causing trouble. You don't, you don't like that guy. He comes running into the hall when he hears the screams. And he's like, what's going on? And he, he kind of stammers and he sees Sandra spraying side to side. And then she faints on the floor in a puddle of her own blood. And Mr. Helios looks at all of you and he says, get the nurse, quick! And he leans down and he's trying to stop the bleeding. So what do you guys do? Is she dead? No, her finger is cut off. Oh. But it's just bleeding everywhere. I start collecting her blood in a vial. Mr. Helios just swats at your hand. He's like, go get the nurse! Where did where did it come from that her finger hung? We don't her, know. Yeah, it just it just she's like this. And then it just instantly disappeared from her below the knuckle and it started bleeding everywhere. Do I have a sword? Uh I whip out my potion of healing and heal her. What do I have? Um Okay. You feed her the potion of healing? Potion of healing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she drinks that back and it stops the bleeding, but it doesn't grow the finger back. I'm amazing. Mr. Helio says you need to get the you need to get the nurse. She's a cleric. She can fi- she can heal the finger. Okay, so I go get the nurse. Okay, let's go to the nurse nurse's office. Okay. Why didn't you tell me to read this before I started? Wait, we should have just been reading it. So I don't know that. Uh, Tina, Eric, and Monica, you go down the empty halls of the school and everyone's in class. And you finally uh, make outside the nurse's station it says Nurse Rita on the door. The door is closed. Open it? Okay. You open it, you walk in? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, so you see Nurse Rita there. She's in her chair with her back to you. She's kind of hunched over her desk. And you know that lots of the boys in the school, they fake injuries just to come and see this beautiful cleric. Oh, so she's not an old lady cleric. Beautiful. She's a human cleric. She's got this beautiful, like, long black hair. And uh, just a very lovely lady. Very nice to the boys and, and everybody. Mm-hmm. I need all of you to roll a perception check. The big one? Yeah. Oh, you guys suck. Eight. Four. <laughs> <laughs> you notice she's not moving at all. She's just sitting in her chair motionless. Hunched over her desk. Is she blinking? Her back is to you. Oh. Um, we spin her chair around. Oh, okay. Uh, so you approach her, you kind of spin her chair around, and uh, she goes, Ah! Jesus. <laughs> and uh, you see her face has changed. She's got black veins coming out of her eyes and her nose and her mouth just kind of spreading across her face. And her skin is all kind of grayish. And uh, her mouth and nose, and she leaps at you. Uh, I need all of you to roll initiative. Is that d20 again? Roll a d20. What's the initiative? Which is that under? 
You should say initiative there. No. Okay. Your dexterity. your dexterity is plus two, so add two to your roll. Eight. Add 15. your dexterity modifier. Nine, ten, eleven. Okay, so. Erica got 15. Yeah. Tina got 11. No, I, Monica got 11. Monica got 11. Okay, just because my name sounds like Tina. <laughs> What'd Did you get? Six. <laughs> You're good at this game, Mom. <laughs> well, we can't help what you roll. Can you? What's your dexterity number? 14. 14? Okay. All right. So she reaches out at you, and uh, um, Monica, because you spun the chair around, she's going to attack you. She's going to oh, swipe at you. And so she rolls a 16 as she reaches out to you. What's there's a number there called AC or armor class? Yeah, 15 studded leather. Oh, yeah, that just goes along with my whole sexy rogue. Thing. So that determines how easy it is to hit you. So she actually rolls a 16. So if it equals or is higher, she hits you. Fuck. So she hit you. Great. Should I save that potion for myself? <laughs> well, she only rolled a one on her damage, so two points of damage. So you could just. Take your hit points there. Yeah. What does your hit point say? Eight? Uh, yeah. So you should take, uh, subtract two from that. So six. And then um, I die? Uh, nope. So now, that was kind of a surprise attack by her. So, Erica. Mm-hmm. It's your turn. What do you want to do? I didn't get a turn. Well, it's, you're in the initiative order. See who goes first. You world sucky. So. Oh. Mm, I'm just going to stab her with my sword. Okay. <laughs> Straight up, like no hesitation. <laughs> Do it. Okay. You have a sword? Yeah. Read what you have. Equipment. Uh, 13. Uh, there. That hits. Okay. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Six piercing damage. Ooh. I'm just going to stab her in the chest. And as you pull it, all this black ichor comes out, along with blood, as you pull out your sword. Uh, Monica, you're next. What do you do? Ah. I'm going to take my silk rope and tie her up. Okay. Just in case. I don't know. I just feel like I need to use my equipment. Well, roll a d20 and add your dexterity modifier. 19... Plus three, 23, 22. Yeah, I don't even roll for that. Uh, so, you, do you want to tie up her hands or her feet? Or what? Tie her to the chair. Okay. Um, you tie her to the chair, and but her arms are still flailing. She can't move towards you. No, I want to, like... Yeah, but she's, like, swinging around, so I can say... She's still alive? Yeah. Oh, no, I want to tie up her whole body. She's, like, jumping at you and stuff oh, like that. Oh, okay. Then... So, but I'll let you say maybe get her legs or something or her arms. Sure. Arms. Arms? Yeah. Okay, so she kind of... When she, she hits you, you kind of get around her and you're able to wrap around a bunch of rope on her. Sure. So her arms are tied. Um, okay, so she's tied up. Tina, what do you do? Can I heal her? 
Mom's just going to fuck with everything. <laughs> Let's just see I what this game's all about. The potion of healing. So, so, a potion of healing is usually what you want to maybe save for yourself. In case you like get close to death. Well, then I have a javelin. I'm going to stab her. <laughs> roll you don't want to save it for the Olympics? or? Well, I can keep my javelin. I can like stab her. Yeah, then, you can like... stab her like a spear. Yeah, so and roll then I take it back. A who? An orange one. Ten. And then add whatever he says. For what? For your javelin. Dexterity. So plus five. So fifteen. Plus five. So fifteen. Okay. So you hit her. Okay. So how much damage does it do? One d six plus four. So roll one of those. And add four. Six. Sixteen. So you add four to that. So you have six points of damage. Yeah. Okay. So you, after you slice her with your sword or stab no. her with her sword. No, 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 you tie her up. Kyle stabbed her. Yeah, you tied her up. You stab her with her, uh, uh, with your javelin, and she's kind of like full of holes now. <laughs> and so now it's her turn, and she's going to try and break free of your ropes. It's silk, so good luck. I'm so she's struggling. She can't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, Erica, it's your turn. Mm. What do you do to Nurse Rita? I don't know. To nurse, are we killing her? Put a put there's, a there's spell like, on her. Tell her like why she like this. Stuff and blood why is she like this? Put a spell. Truth serum. I thought this was. I don't know. She's the nurse. I thought it was Sandra that we were talking about. You're no, Sandra was one of her finger cut off. Yeah, your friend. Yeah. So you went to run to the nurse's station. Oh. And she's the nurse. This is, this is nurse. a nurse. Yeah. She's turned like black vein. Something's come over her. Oh, I know. I want truth serum so that you can see what's happening. Brew one, witch. Uh, and she's, she's biting it. Like uh, Walking Dead. Okay. Can I interject? Well, you gonna say on something? your turn, you can. Oh. I'm going to cast light right in her face. Light? Yeah. Okay. Make a bright light right in front of her eyes. Does it do any damage or? No, just okay. to, so just, just this light. And she just. Like, I want to try and just blind her. She just. <laughs> she's just hard for her to see anything. All right, and just distract her. I don't uh, know. I don't Monica, know what do, what do you do? <clears throat> she's still flailing about, trying to break through her bonds, and snapping at you guys with her teeth. Uh, I would like to use my short sword and cut her head off. Okay, well, you can attack her and hit her in the neck. Sure. Okay. This one? Yep. The d20. 18. That hits. So now what is the damage for your short sword? Two weapon fighting short sword. Sword. I only have, I have two short swords. So I guess I use both. Oh, yeah, you get to attack twice. Two weapon fighting, short sword. Well, can I just save one? Yeah, so you roll uh, 1d6, and you add 3 to it. You can... 4, 7. And she's looking like 
she's bleeding all over the place. She's not looking very good. So you can attack one more time because you have double. You have another short sword to attack. You have double attack. Can you like see anything that would be causing this weird coming over black darkness thing? Well, as you attack, this kind of a icker mist, a black mist, seems to be kind of pouring out of her as you. Every time you hit her. But nothing like I can... Like she wasn't it like... It swirls it. away in the air, so... Okay, I guess I'll poke her again. Alright. Five. <laughs> uh, plus what? Plus, which one do I add to? Your short sword to hit. No, this one? No. Yeah, so... Oh, plus four? Yeah. Nine. So, so that does hit. A little poke. Let's roll a d6. One. Plus what? Four, five. So five. Okay, so the zombie Miss Nurse Rita falls to the ground on the last hit, and uh, as as that happens, um, this this black mist comes out of her mouth, and it kind of coming over her ears and her eyes and everything and it just kind of evaporates and the mist kind of goes up through a ceiling vent and disappears and she kind of spits and <clears throat> and she's still awake and and she's like what opens her eyes looking at me, what what happened and and you point to, so she she opens her eyes like and she's like what happened and, and she kind of reaches up to her ear where you hit her with a sword and she's like ah you didn't quite hit her neck you hit her ear and you look and her ear is completely sliced off awesome wow and she's like ah and you uh you're looking down at her ear uh in the ground just bleeding on the ground and uh, when you're looking at the ear on the ground you hear a trumpet sound and it instantly disappears what disappears the ear the bloody cut off ear on the <gasps> It's Abe. He's fucking with everyone. Abe's fucking with everyone. He's on the trumpet. He's cursing everyone because he didn't get a date. And she says, where did my ear go? And she yells, it was right there. And she heals herself because she's a cleric. And she kind of wraps herself up in bandages and stuff like that. And Can't we help her? She heads off to the cafeteria to fix up Sandra who had her finger go. Wait, so she's, she's full of holes. Yeah, she healed herself though. She's a cleric. She can they cast magic on themselves or oh, I see. other people to heal themselves. Oh, perfect. Alright. Guess I don't um, feel guilty. Yeah. So she says, uh she's, she's I javeled she, her. She leaves she leaves to go fix up Sandra who had her finger missing in the cafeteria and she says that she's leaving. You kids get your next class. <laughs> Strange things are happening around here and we don't want anyone wandering the hallways. Wait, wait, what about Sandra? She's gonna go heal oh, okay. Sandra. She's still in the cafeteria. So on, um, um, so you guys head off to your next class, which is the fantastical horticulture class. Horticulture. <laughs> and Urs Maktok Fiersch is a gnome druid, and she's got sticks and vines sticking out of her huge thick uh, hair, and she's got huge spectacles covering her eyes and a big bulbous nose. She's short. Uh, she's the teacher of the Fantastical Horticulture Club. And she sees you girls come in a little beat late. And uh, she says, my lovies, lovelies, you look a little beaten up. 
And uh, you've arrived just in time. Uh, I think I might have something to fix you up. And uh, um, after digging in a closet full of vials of liquid with leaves and vines and other things, she gives you a potion. It's inky, inky black liquid in it. And swirling around in it, you notice there's something in there. That's solid. And she's like, uh, bottoms up! Fuck no! What is it? You don't know what it is. But why is she giving it to us? She says it'll make you feel better. What's in here? Just stuff to make you feel better. It's just a potion I made. You made this? Of course. What's in it? Well, it's Stick around and I'll teach you. Nope. Is it organic? <laughs> Mostly. GMO free? It's not emo free. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the ingredients. Pesticides. Well, she's like, well, just take your seats. Okay. Um, this is the work of Abe, the trumpet guy. So Miss Forsh tells the entire class to take off their shoes. So you're all barefoot. And she says, today we'll be walking in the pit of vines. And you see in the corner a boarded kind of garden area. It's about a four-inch high board and a bunch of dirt. And there's a bunch of wriggling vines in this kind of squared-off area. And uh, she says, they're mostly friendly. Not to worry. And let's go. And you see uh, each student are kind of lined up to go through these, uh, walk through these vines. And uh, you notice the vines are wrapping around their feet as they walk through. And, and then they do release. As, and then the vines are feeding off the... And she says, The vines feed off the dead skin of your feet. And it's a great way to exfoliate. And so, uh, Erica, you're next in line to... Well, that's Erica, you're next in line to go across. So what do you do? Uh, you walk across the vines? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. You, you walk across and you feel a tingling sensation. You feel like it's exfoliating your skin off your feet. No big deal. Monica, you're next. Yeah, I'll go. Okay, you go across. Love a petty. And uh, they clean your feet. Amazing. You actually feel feel good. Tina, you're next. And and the teacher's looking at you, Tina. Hmm. You're next, please. You're holding up the class. Do we have to? It's part of the class. It's part of the education. Yes, you have to. This is how you learn about horticulture, my dear. Okay, fine. Okay. So you walk across the vines and they slide across your feet, cleaning up your dead skin. Which I hate. <laughs> but suddenly one of the vines wraps tightly around your foot. Mm-hmm, of course it is. <laughs> and you can't move as you're trying to tug it free. And uh, Miss Fjord says, it'll let you go, don't just relax. And you're just kind of sitting there relaxing, listening to her. <coughs> the vines start wrapping up your leg and up around your body. And Mrs. Fjord just kind of lives up <gasps> and uh, starts dragging you down onto the dirt. And they continue to wrap around your body. You can feel the ones originally around your feet getting tighter and tighter. And your feet are going from green to purple. The foot is wrapped around. The other students start screaming. And Miss Feroche is running around holding her hands to her face. Uh, you can roll a d20 for me. Why? 
to see if you can use your strength to break open. I was going to say, can I have a rage? Yes, you rage. can. You can rage, because then you get advantage. Exactly. So you get advantage? That's what I'm doing? Yeah, so you get to roll the d20 twice and take the higher number. Okay, seven. Okay. Roll again. <clears throat> One. What's a rage? <laughs> so you go into this rage, and uh, you try to break out from the vines, but they're too strong. Um, it's, they tighten more and more, and your foot, your foot is Even turning. with my rage? It wasn't a strong rage. Oh. Your foot is turning blue. You're starting to lose feeling in your foot. And you start, you're, you're actually now restrained. You can't move because it's gone around your arms. Um, one is going around your neck. And you, you feel like you can't breathe. Uh, Erica and Monica, what do you do? You notice that her skin and her face is turning blue and her eyes are starting to flutter. Uh, I'm going to just start slashing at it with my sword. Okay. Let me slash out it to get a, take a shot. Okay. One. <laughs> hey, nice roll, roll damage. <laughs> what is it? Okay. Can I use two equipments? Wait, after your oh. turn. Four. Four? Uh, so you, you slice at the vines, and you accidentally hit your friend uh, Tina, and you do four points of damage to you. So. <laughs> From your total hit points? You hit me? Yeah. yeah. I stabbed you. So you have 14 hit points. You have to subtract four. Can I... Do I have my rope back? Do I grab it back? So subtract four. How much do you have? You have 10. 10. So write down 10 somewhere there. Do I have my rope back? Yeah, you grabbed it. Or can she move? She can't move. Okay, I'm going to... Can I take my uh, flask of whiskey? Oh. And my lantern and light a fire on the vines. Yeah, but that'll kill me. Oh, burn no, me. No, 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 no. It's magic. So adjust the vines, burn and singe, and they release you. And then you can crawl out. Right? But they're attacked. They're, they're, Anything they're is strangling possible. me. No, but I'm going to burn the vines. Yeah, but so they're attached to me. But the vines won't spread the fire. They're just, I'm just singeing. I just dr- You pour. can't speak because the vines are out Okay, so I'm going to pour some whis- whiskey. Where are you pouring it? Just, just on the periphery of the vines. Okay. And then I put the lantern and light a fire in the vines. Uh, you don't have a cigarette lighter. But the lantern. What lantern? I have a lantern. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah, you can, you can yeah. but it's not lit. It's... Do you have Tinder? Tinder? Like Tinderbox? Lanterns and yeah. kerosene. Yeah, you can light it then. Okay. So, so do, I, can, do I have to use the lantern or just so the you're, Tinderbox? So you're wrapped up. You can't move. All of a sudden, around the perimeter of this wooden box that you're sitting in, you're, you're restrained. Lights up on fire, <laughs> and then I throw my rope. Okay. And get her. So this rope falls on top of you. And burns <laughs> in the fire. No. Okay, that's your turn. <laughs> um, I just saved you your can, ass. You can roll another d20 to try and escape. I just solved the game, guys. Because uh, you're raging, you can still uh, roll it with advantage. So roll again. You roll sucky. Ten. So, ten, what's your uh, plus modifier and your strength? Plus four? And don't they get a plus on when they're raging? Mm. Or is it just... Uh, I think it's 14. Advantage. Yeah, it's just advantage. I um, get a plus two bonus on melee damage rolls? On, yeah, melee damage rolls. So. so, it's 14 and the DC was 15 to break free. So, you didn't quite roll high enough. But so the, the vines are burnt. You can't breathe. You're, you're about to black out. Mm-hmm. And the... Uh, 
your foot is like dead to you. You don't even feel your foot anymore. And the vines are, are starting to catch fire, but they're just wrapped around here. The fire is growing closer to you. What do you guys do? Everyone's screaming and running around. Who gets to go right now? Uh, it would be your turn, because you... Um... Oh, I wish I used my oil instead of whiskey. You did, the kerosene oil. No, I used a flask of whiskey. He's the whiskey that No, you used Can I take it back? No. Ah! But the teacher's not doing anything. Well, she's actually looking at the whiskey bottle that uh, Erica had, wondering how she got it. Or uh, Monica had. No, I had that already on me. That wasn't that guy's. Well, you also have two bottles. Oh, I'll use that guy's, though. I'll use <laughs> the, the Actually, I'll use the whiskey. I want the dragon stuff. Is there a, a fire alarm? Uh, yeah, there's a, a, a fire alarm. It's, uh, but this, don't put out my fire. I'm saving her. There's this little uh, lizard by the door. You pull on its tail and it starts screaming. Okay, I'm going to pull on the lizard's tail. There's a fire alarm. Okay. And Mr. Helios just comes running in. They're uh, letting all the people get out of the school. Um, What's the matter? What's going on? And he, he grabs some water buckets and he puts out the and blankets and he oh, can't it's not like all my work. No, okay. there's no sprinklers. <laughs> <laughs> um, so all the students say evacuate the school. Mr. Helios runs in and he tamps out the fire with blankets and you the blanket the, you do notice um, you're uh, you actually black out. You're unconscious as as it kind of cuts the oxygen from you. You're still wrapped up in vines, and they kind of break off the vines, and they kind of loosen a bit. my fire did nothing? No, they loosened up the vines, but she's still blacked out. Ugh. So you're unconscious right now. Okay. Your we green skin to... turned to blue. We have to stop. No. Yeah, we have to. I'm almost done. Um, so. My green skin turned when, to blue? Yeah. Just as you guys are, like, trying to, like, oh, my gosh, she's unconscious, and there's burnt vines all around, uh, you hear a trumpet sound. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, instantly, all the vines are shredded to pieces around your foot. And you notice you're still breathing, but once you wake up, you sputter and you catch your breath. And your color returns to your face, and you're like, oh man, that hurts so much. And you reach down to your foot and notice that your foot, uh, where your big toe was, is missing, sliced off. Like, what's your face's finger? Sandra. Mrs. Forsh tells one student to go get the nurse, and the rest, she says, stay calm. Stay calm. And most of all, you, you don't speak. Uh, do not speak to anyone of this, especially your parents. <laughs> and uh, just go along to your next class, and we'll take care of this. And Helios and Miss Forsh are out, and the nurse is coming in. Uh, you stay there uh, to get fixed up. Teacher looks down and gives a face like she's about to throw up. And she's like, off to your next class, students. And so Erica and Monica... You go off to your next class, but I take care of Tina. So you go off to theater class. You and uh, Monica and Erica. And it's Bard Baristo is a theater teacher of the theater class. He's prepping the class for a big play towards the end of the year called The Bard and His Fans. With an outrageous voice, he says, Come now, class. Come in and sit down. And he walks in front of the theater room stage with bright, colorful, flowing clothes. And he, with a bow, he states, Tonight, my minions, we'll be practicing the art of engaging with your fellow actor. And he says, I want all of you to pair off. And Monica and Erica, you need to face each other and look into each other's eyes. He says, 
so you guys need to look at each other. Face each other's eyes and now stare into the depths of the other person's soul. There would be no speaking, just staring. Just staring. He begins, he begins to walk around the students as no. well. I don't want to do this. Now you look into the pupils of your partner and it's like almost like a portal into their soul. Focus on this. Find meaning in your relationship to your fellow actor without talking. Master this and you, your audience will believe anything you do. So Monica, as you stare into Erica's left eye, you see the pupil dilating. It's getting larger. And maybe this teacher is onto something. Maybe the eyes are portals into the soul. Maybe, and as you look ever deeper into their pupil, you hear a trumpet sound. No! <laughs> and blood sprays all over your face, Monica. And her eye? Causing you to gag and reel back. And Erica, you're confused about what's going on, but your vision is obscured. You reach to your face and you feel blood on your hand. And you realize, feeling your face, that your left eye has suddenly disappeared from its socket. And Mr. Baristo faints on the stage and all the other students start screaming and running. Eventually, Nurse Rita, with her head bandaged, comes up to the class. And she's, Tina follows you into the class and she's wearing a large bandage around her foot. Nurse Rita's got it on her head. And she uh, looks over at the fainted Mr. Baristo. And after everyone is bandaged up, an announcement by Mr. Helios comes over to the speakers telling all the students to head home after today's incidents. So the three of you head to your lockers together. You're bandaged up, you only have one eye. As the school empties out, while you're at your locker, you think about all these strange attacks today. First it was Sandra losing her finger in the cafeteria. Then the nurse Rita lost her ear in her office. And then Tina loses her toe in the fantastic horticulture class. And now Erica loses her eye in the theater class. In each, in each situation, you hear a trumpet just before someone instantly became injured. So what would you like to do? I'm still good. You're still good. I have a potion of healing. Yeah, so it stops the bleeding. That doesn't heal. No, I have a potion of healing. Does, That's how it works. Does Abe play the trumpet? Do yes, know? he does. He is. He's, uh, you know, Monica, you know that you, uh, you play music class with him in the music portable in the back. Okay, uh, well, we need school. to go find him. Okay. Uh, all of you roll an investigation. Roll a d20. And add your intelligence modifier. Ten. 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 Ten plus, oh, minus one? Minus one, because you're numb. Eleven. 13 plus what? Your intelligence modifier? 14. 14? Okay. So you know where uh, a lot of times he hangs out at the music, the portable in the back of the school by the, um, close to the smoke pit. And uh, he always hangs out there practicing his trumpet. So we go there. You go there? Yeah. Okay. So the music room portable is off from the school. It's its own little building. Has a door and a couple windows on one side. You you hear noise through one of the windows. What noise? Um, you hear someone talking. Can I listen in? You hear a one, two, three, four, five, and it just repeats over and over again. Can I peek in a window? You peek in and you see. Uh, Abe Gould, the pimple-faced boy, pacing in a circle in the middle of the room. He's holding a trumpet in his hand, 
and he's looking down at the floor. It's kind of dark in there, so you can't see what's on the floor. I'm, I'm good at dim light. Okay, so you see he's walking around a circle with a pentagram. There is the scarecrow from the cafeteria is in the middle of the circle. And on the pentagram, you see, looks like body parts around four of the points of the star. You see an eyeball? Wait, isn't a pentagram like You this? see an eyeball. Wait, isn't that a pentagram? And so he walks... No, it's a star. Do a star and then a circle around it. Oh, yes. So as he walks around to each, he's saying one, two, three, four, and there's a piece of a body part under each point. And then he gets to the fifth one that's empty. He's like one, two, three, four, and he's mad that the last one's empty. He goes, five! Can I... Uh, are any of the windows open? No. They don't open. Okay. That's Am why I it sucks a- in there. It gets so hot. If I cast, like, magic missile, could I send it through the window at him? Like, and surprise him? It would probably explode on the window. Okay. Uh... The door is to the right. Oh, I can create three darts, though. So can I send one dart to break the window and two in his face? Yeah, you could do that. I want to know what he's doing. Go. Okay, I do that. Darts. The magic missile thing. Okay, so the first one, dart breaks the window, explodes. Two of them smash through the window and and hit Abe's. And he looks over at you guys and he's like, he looks up at you, Monica, and he kind of sees the three of you and he looks at a evil hunger in, he, in his eyes when he looks sees you. And he goes, it's not too late. Uh, good, 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 you've come. It's not too late. And, did he uh, ask me out to the dance the first time? Or did he ask Sandra? Yeah, Sandra. Okay. And... Uh, he holds the trumpet up to his lips and he blows. You hear a trumpet and then you uh, yell back in pain, reaching for your face, blood dripping down your face as your nose disappears. The nose job I've always <laughs> And then uh, Abe all of a sudden appears at another spot instantly. Uh, at the circle, he puts the ear down and he goes, I've done it! And he yells out, The trumpet! And uh, you see this mist coming out of the circle and it grabs each of your pieces and it kind of flows towards the scarecrow. And uh, the scarecrow jolts like it's alive and uh, suddenly it starts moving and Abe cries in exultation, My date! <laughs> and uh, I have a date to the dance. Oh All I needed gosh. was a little bit of Monica in my life. <laughs> oh my god! A little bit of Erica by my side. No way. A little bit of Rita is all I need. Oh my god! <laughs> a little bit of Tina is all I see. Is what I see. <gasps> no. A little bit of Sandra in the sun. Oh my god! And the scarecrow looks over at Abe and smashes him right in the face, <laughs> knocking him backwards into the wall. And Abe slumps down unconscious onto the floor. And the scarecrow turns to you guys looking menacingly. And you guys fight it because we have to go. And you beat it. Uh, But um, you have saved uh, the school and you've defeated Abe Ghoul's nefarious plans to create his own date for the dance. (laughs) And then me and Kilometers. The three of you get to (laughs) Nurse Rita. Use their magical clerical powers to repair all your injuries. You go to the dance with your dates and you're celebrated for your heroism for Save the Day. Sandra is in a pouty in the corner. She's pouting in the corner, not liking the three of you getting all the attention. Ha! I want to pull a Heathers and burn down the gym. 
Okay. Heathers. What's what? Heathers? All of a sudden. What's you... a Heathers? That movie? Yeah. All, all of What's a sudden. Heathers? It's a movie. All of a sudden, the lizard uh, pulse sta- fire alarm pulse stations all start going off as the building ignites on fire. Nice. And, uh, <laughs> um, I just wanted a Heathers. The, uh, er- Erica and her date, um, who is Buddy Tondi? They're snickering in the side as the building goes up and fire. Oh my god! Okay, that was a great ending. <laughs> I just need a little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Rita by my side. A little bit of Tina is all I. One, two, three, four, five. Everybody in the car, so come on, let's ride to the liquor store around the corner. The boys say they want some gin and juice, but I really don't wanna. Real buzz like I had last week. I must stay deep, cause talk is cheap. I like Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. And as I continue, you know they're getting sweeter. So what can I do? I really bag you, my lord. To me, flirting is just like a sport. Anything fine, it's all good. Let me jump in, please in the trumpet. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of Erica by my side. A little bit of Rita's all I need. A little bit of Tina's what I see. A little bit of Sandra in the sun, a little bit of Mary all night long, a little bit of Jessica, here I am, a little bit of you makes me your man. Thanks for listening to our Father's Day One-Shot Adventure, School District Number 5, where the nefarious Abe Ghoul tries to create his own date for the school dance. There's a lot of Easter eggs in this podcast in regards to the song you just heard, so please feel free to add your comments to the YouTube version of this podcast of the Easter eggs you think you have found. Uh, Go to www.perilouspursuits.com for links to our YouTube and other streaming platforms. And you can also download a copy of this adventure for free to play with your kids next Father's Day at the website. A massive thank you to the podcast Dungeons & Daddies Season 2, Episode 2, Dance Dance Revelations. I originally wrote this story, but I've taken a few liberties to change some stuff. I hope you have a great Father's Day, give your kids a big hug, and go play some D&D.